If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, three, two, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that strike first. And I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's his ego thing to my Cobra Kai. What up, guys? Aim on the mic. And of course, before we get into today's pod, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thanks, guys. It's a good time to be alive, and it's a good time to be a fan of The Karate Kid and the Netflix series, originally of YouTube Red, Cobra Kai, because its newest and latest season has finally dropped. We get all the answers we ever wanted and more, whether that be new plot lines, cameos from characters of old and storylines pretty much just wrapping up in a nice, neat way. Well, I don't know about that. We, we, once again, Cobra Kai has left, left us with another cliffhanger, too. I would say out of all the cliffhangers that they've strewn about each season, this one is more definitive and will... like It, it leads you to the next obvious plot point being this Agni Kai. Is that... No, Agni Kai's the stupid Fire Nation thing, right? <laughs> yes. Is that what that is? Yes. Why did I call it that? That was like the first thing that popped into my head. But it's essentially the same thing. What's the thing called the tournament? So the obvious next plot point is the Sekai Taikai tournament, which is more of like a global tournament compared to the All Valley. I think that's more of a natural step to take as far as Cobra Kai goes, only for the fact you can't be in the All Valley for what is it now going to be six seasons let's say six and whatever six and change but yeah you, you got to take it globally yes. now before we go into wild speculation of course we did talk about a few plot points to uh speculate on let's talk about this season and how it stood up against every other season oh of cobra Kai. because went- personally for me it this might have been my favorite season. Oh, 100%. 100%. But that's besides the point because, you know, two of my favorite characters are in this show this season. So I'm biased. You're very biased. I think there were um, there are points in the show where uh, I'll give it its gripe. There were points in the show, and we'll do more spoilers as this pod goes on, but there were things that were done that had consequences that would have made the show better. But it didn't take those necessary steps. No, I there was agree. one thing that I predicted that you said, oh, no way it's going to happen. No way. I think you're off. Although, oh. 
to think. All right. Well, finally, let's get into it. Let's just do spoilers. Before we do the spoilers, um, I got to say, there weren't any bad episodes. I think every every episode hit its stride. There were, like I said, there were some nitpicks, some episodes, like going to spoilers, how last season, season four, ended with Miguel going to go see his dad. And then that only lasted about three episodes. I'm like, you live, you live. And it's heavily applied that his dad is in the drug business. And um, I feel like any guy named Hector Salazar is in the drug business. That's a stereotype in TV shows, which is poor Hector's. Um, they, you know, they, they, they shine the light on him for like a good two, three episodes, two, I think two episodes. And then they're like, oh, yeah, bye. And then it was like, and you see DS crying. I'm like, yeah, you live, you leave as this, this big cliffhanger. Now you're just like, okay, done. You've seen his dad. Let's move on. So I, I very much agree with that. You know, the thing I was talking about was John Kreese. Mm-hmm. Now, he was very much with Tori this whole season, kind of being the little voice in her ear, guiding her behind enemy lines, as he stated. Yeah. Then there was the point where Daniel and um, Johnny go to visit him in jail. They make this agreement, like, I'll get you a lawyer to get out. Mm. You just got to tell me what Johnny Silver's up to. Johnny Terry Silver. Terry Silver. What? Johnny Silver sounds, that sounds like a a dirty video guy's name. (laughs) Just, just saying, just putting it out there. What have you been watching on your free times, Kev? You know, I watch it for the story. That's all I got to uh, say. So, yes. So, Terry Silver, like, what is he up to? Of course, they found out the bigger global tournament, expansion, all that stuff. But at the last minute, they sli- Daniel slides him a piece of paper. With the lawyer's and, name number, apparently. Allegedly. And it's a big F you to, yeah. to Crease and... That's where they left that plot line off. It's it, they just said, "Hey, you know what? We got what we wanted out of you. We manipulated you like you manipulated us." There's that. Then it led down this line that he got jumped. Crease got jumped in jail, shanked, and was killed. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, I when I saw that happen, I'm like, "Wow, they really killed him off!" Like I, I jumped out of my seat. I was relaxing, enjoying it, and I went like, "Holy shit!" No, he did it. And let's like not forget, like as much as like we talk about Cobra Kai and everything, Cobra John Crease, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, John Crease is Cobra Kai. He's Cobra Kai, but he's also like notorious to be like one of the biggest villains in like cinematic history. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever you think of a bad guy, like that's one of the people you that's think the, of. That's the standard of being a bad guy. Yeah, and this dude, like I seen him do a interview. Um, I think it was on like the Rich Eisen show. And he he looks evil. Like there's just something about his smug face, and he's the nicest dude. Oh no! Just I, like I, you are, you look evil. <laughs> you just look evil. I, I saw this. Um, I want to say it was commercial about these jackets, and you see, Cree, you see the actor who plays Chris talking about these jackets, and then I'm like, you know, they're trying to do a great thing, but your tone is so evil like it's like you need to buy these jackets but like pointing basically putting a gun in against your head like you're buying these jackets now go but apparently he's like the nicest guy you ever meet in your life it's like yeah um uh, sure i'll do it yeah, yeah whatever you say d- buddy d- d- don't don't break my arm whatever you do exactly but, now 
the plot point was led to believe that Kreese was dead, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But in the final episode, they talk about uh, Kreese and they're like, oh, like something they, they like brought up something like, oh, Kreese is gone. Oh, you don't know what happened. They said, oh, they're like, oh, now Taylor Silver's in prison and Kreese is in prison. And they're like, oh, you mean you mean John Kreese? You guys didn't know. And then they, they go and they uh, move the they change the um, scenes to the prison because it's implied as all we know, he's got stabbed. We we think he's dead. And then the cops don't even say he escaped prison. They just said, oh, you don't know about John Kreese. And then we go to the next scene. John Kreese faked his death and got out of prison. Which I feel like he didn't commit a crime. He got framed. He should have been. He he took himself out of prison. He's like, you know what? I'm getting out. You guys don't believe I didn't do anything wrong. So let me just walk out. It's a free man. Now he is a free man. Did he break out of prison? Yeah, but he shouldn't have been in prison in the first place. My minor details you just gotta gloss over every now and then. <laughs> but um yeah, so now he's at large and No he's not. He wasn't even supposed to be in prison. I'm just saying that the way that they Yo, screwed him over, like not giving him the lawyers thing, he's gonna be out for revenge against Daniel and Johnny. That's all I'm saying. Oh, hundred percent, and I think he's gonna be the new face of Corbett Kai again. See, that's where I have differentiating viewpoints. Because Cobra Kai is still technically in the Soul Kai, High Thai, Budokai tournament, whatever you want to call it. Sekai Tai Kai, I think. Yes, that's what it is. Not that's the Agni right. Kai. Not the Agni Kai. I do think um, Kim Dan Yoon, the um, the woman that uh, Terry Silver bl- brought in, yeah, to um, like mentor Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. I think she will be the big bad because she has the reputation she has all of her little cronies with her to be also, the senseis shout out there are two mma two um ufc fighters that were senseis that got their ass kicked by um johnny johnny lawrence so you know johnny got his win over ufc fighters but i think her and john Kreese are going to team up because if you remember from the flashback she was hiding behind their pots and johnny winked at her Johnny Kreese, not Johnny Lawrence. Um, John Kreese winked at her and protected her from her uncle. So I think her and Kreese are going to team up with each other because I feel like there's some connections there. Yeah, and then, of course, following in the vein of, like, cameos and everything. Um, well, I'm not, not, the, not the guy Aww. while we're talking about the girl here. You're going to need an adversary for her. I don't think it's Daniel's wife because she's not. She's like, I'm karate adjacent. Like, she's not. she's not in this beef. The girl from the next Karate Kid. Oh, my God. I'm just saying the way they're doing these cameos, and we'll talk about you-know-who right up next. (laughs) I just think it's more logical, and then we'll get into my wild speculation at the end of the podcast. Well, it's also implied because they're saying that it's karate, it's dojos from around the world. So we don't know. I I, Granted, I have yet to see the next Karate Kid movie uh, because... That for me is not canon, but you know, if you want to bring her in, I think you make a good point. You have her represent her dojo, and then yeah. she just comes up, and then she she hears Miyagi Do, and she'd be like, Miyagi Do, that's like my sensei. And then who comes out? Jackie Chan be like, I'm Miyagi, because if everybody knows the next Karate Kid with well, Jane Smith, Jackie Chan was Miyagi Do. Was Bro. Miyagi, so even though that was kung fu, and I don't want to get into that, if Jaden Smith pulls up and Jackie Chan pull up, 
I will lose my mind. Well, Will Smith is one of the executive producers, so it's like not out of the realm. Even though, I, like I said, his movie was all kung fu, not karate, which I'm still. But did they really reference like his movie? Not not the reference his movie, but like in in the Jaden Smith Karate Kid. Yeah, was it? Re- they. It was pretty much its own thing. Like it no, didn't it even a, reference it, it, California. It, it, it didn't even do any of that. It, it was a reboot, basically. Yeah. So in in a perfect world, of course, like you said, it's going global. Perfect time to just throw caution to the wind and just not not do a uh, like an MCU type multiverse thing. But you kind of just be like, yeah, like this guy isn't like he wasn't Mister Miyagi. Like he's Miyagi's cousin or whatever. I don't know. And Dean Smith's brother. Miyagi's brother. Dude, that, watch that's what happens. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. And everyone's going to be like, what did you just do here? Why Why are you bringing him in this? Now, let's move on to the cameo you are so over the moon about. Now, I want to preface this by saying I binged the whole season in like two days. And this was at the time where DJ Aim couldn't watch it for nefarious reasons, and he chose to just pace whoa, himself. Whoa, 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 with these episodes. Whoa, why are you saying it like it's a bad? Like, I, I, it was a bad reason. We need we need people to click through this episode. So if they hear <laughs> nefarious reasons and you, it, it works. So he couldn't watch it, but then I watched the whole thing, and I was I caught on to this cameo, and I was holding back. But DJ Aim, who decided to rear not their ugly head their well-chiseled head to this series to finally come back to being the bad boy, if you will. So I was really excited for this cameo of it because everyone knows I love um, Karate Kid 3, favorite movie of the Karate Kid franchise. Not as good, but um, I loved because we got Mike Bourne's Karate's bad boy. Karate's bad boy. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe b l 
I love how like you could have fully expected to, the guy that Terry Silver called upon would be Mike Barnes. Well, you look, I, that. I, I, there was I was reading something though like before you know he was in the season and when we saw Terry Silver, everyone's like, oh you know, you could see Mike Barnes after losing that match against uh, Danny Larusso that he probably turned turned a whole new leaf. Because he got humbled by Danny, which he kind of did. He, he married a girl who his her dad gave him purpose instead of using his hands for fighting, uses his hands for like making stuff. And Terry Silver, who became a straight up Marvel villain, burned th- his livelihood. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, damn! Like I didn't see that coming. And then he went to hiding. I'm like, come on! I wanted all ten episodes with Mike Barnes in it. See, like, I fully expected um, him to be bad. Like, it, it was a nice twist. It was a nice yeah. twist, especially given, like, I guess you can kind of see the results of everything. Yeah. How, how Johnny turned out, how Chosen turned out, and how now Danny Mike turned out. How Danny turned out. Well, I'm talking about, like, his foes in yeah. the mm-hmm. original movies. So it's kind of like, you kind of expect, it's like whenever you go against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Yeah. You go against him, you're a good guy, and then you come out the other end a bad guy. This is the reverse. You're yeah. a bad guy, and you, you come out a good guy. Um, I thought the story, like you said, of him finding a wife, getting in charge of like a furniture store, humbling, and just it was a good story to put behind him. Yeah. And then to give him that that little push of the store being burnt down, like that was everything to him. And the dad died. That's no longer in the picture. His son, father-in-law. Yeah, and it's very much like the theme of this season was how Terry Silver not only like pulled the right cords, but he pushed the buttons of Daniel to the point yeah. where it drove him insane. Like you crazy. see him, he's not wearing a suit anymore. He's wearing his sweatpants. He's given up and all that. And his wife is being a bitch. And yeah. every season, every season, his wife's a bitch. Well, fair enough. She's like, why is a 30-year-old karate beef still happening? I respect that. I respect that. But it's like there was that exchange between Johnny and Daniel at his apartment where he was like, oh, you got to be really off the rails if I'm saying that. It's yeah. it's like those things. It's like, wh- who was once like your greatest enemy is like now talking you down off this ledge you're on? Well, you also think about in Karate Kid 3, um, Terry Silver was playing mind games with Danny, and you can still, 30 years later, Dan- Terry can still play mind games with Danny, because he knows Danny's a, uh, Daniel is a hothead, and he can still, and he seems like, all these years later, you might be an adult, but he can still fuck with you and be one step ahead. And I think, I think Chris said it, that Terry's always two steps ahead of everybody. He always has plans. Yeah, I just liked, and this is what I liked about shows in general, I think a show like Gotham did this well, where it's more like a mental chess game, you know? Yeah. It isn't like straight up black and white where it's like bad guy fight, good guy, good guy win because good guy good and got plot on. You're sounding like a caveman right now. Well, you gotta put in simple terms sometimes. But like, it presented the argument of can Daniel be driven to the edge, like an edge that he came to before and chose the good. Could he very well be chosen to go off the edge and be... Mm -hmm you know what he never wanted to become. And that was a person who uses karate for violence Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Also, you know, everyone's like, Oh, all these kids are getting into fights. Why don't 
why doesn't anyone call the police? And we finally, I'm one of those people, by yeah, the way. And we finally get the police call at the end of the season after everyone's getting stabbed and like beat you half to death. But I'm like, now we get the cops now? You know, call me call me crazy. And I guess that leads us into our next big talking point. When Terry Silver cut Chosen in half, left him bleeding in his pool. But before that, we did get a nice touching moment when Chosen tells Danny he still likes that girl from um, Kumiko and from um, um, Karate Kid 2. And then him being every guy when he goes out drinking, gets drunk and starts drunk calling um, his ex. And saying, hey, we should get together. So that's the thing. That was the sentimental, and this is what normally happens in the shows. In cheesy sen- shows. Yeah, the sentimental mark of death. Yeah. That is the angel's kiss to your forehead. Good game, buddy. Nice knowing you. Yeah, you're done. You're done, so you're out of here. You're done. And it very much appeared as if Chosen was done. Like, he yeah. had the nice moment at the bar with the boys. Yeah. Like, it was very... Even with the kids, like, we yeah. didn't even talk about that egg scene. Where, we'll come like, back to it. We'll come back to it. But I'm saying, like, it was very much set up that Chosen was on this path to the end. Yeah. And it was presented like I thought Chosen died. I thought the, Chosen was killed. Oh, I, I thought so too. And I told you, and I think I, I snapped this too that this season is playing with my emotions, and I'm not okay with it. Yeah, I'm not okay with this show playing with my heartstrings right now. And it shows, like at the end, like Chosen is cut. John says you, you literally gave up your flesh. Like literally, his flesh has gone off his back. And we always we we joked around. It was funny too because. Chosen was like, I want to kill this guy. He's carrying weapons. And then at the scene, you actually see them fighting to the death. And I'm like, oh, my God. This show has gone off the rails in a good way. You see, after the fight, um, Cho- Terry with the blood of Chosen on his face, too, walking around. And Johnny just thinks he's dead because you see Terry coming out of the shadow. Him telling his guards to take care of the um, body in the water. Can we also talk about how Mike Barnes comes in wrecking ball kicks everyone's butts and then boom knocked out he's gone like to be fair he it was hinted at that he was coked up so he could have very well been a ball of emotions at that point and he honestly should be should have been sedated because mike barnes he should have been sedated he was on coke he was he was driving that limo like a madman and then he wanted just to fight anybody at that point yeah leave him be let him fight You'll always stand him forever. But um, yeah, so there's also minor plot, not minor, but like other plot points to hit on was Tori decided to upload the video of her and Terry Silver talking about the bribe that happened at the All Valley last season. That's the thing that exposed Terry Silver. And of course, that opens the floodgate to like Stingray, that whole deal. So it's going to be interesting to see the lead. Maybe Terry Silver comes back next season because you're still going to need to see how this all plays out. I I hate Stingray. I I hate it. He's Uh, very much a bad. He's not a bad character. Like, I just I want to just strangle him and just tell the truth. You're a pussy. Yeah, You're, you're a pussy. And he takes Johnny's car, too. Like now, yes. I, now I want. What is it? A Corvera? It's, it's not a Mustang, is it? No, it's the um. It's, it's your car. The one it's you a got. Dodge Challenger. Yeah. That Johnny drove in oh, season one. Two. Yeah. No. Yeah. Season one because he needed a new car because one no know. one. No, it was one because 
Louis bur- gets the biker in season one and burns down the car. I kind of wanted to ask Challenger now and so I could paint it black and yellow and have the Cobra Kai because I want that now. That's going to be my next car. I well, decide. that's the thing, too. And like, uh, talk about like misdirections. Um, there was the scene where the two uh, wives and girlfriend are at Daniel's house and they're just hanging out and like they hear a car pull up to the driveway and they don't show the car. But the Daniel's wife goes out and says, like, someone's pulling in our driveway. It's Cobra Kai. And it's like you would think it's maybe Terry Silver going over to that house to, uh, I don't know, just like fight their wives or like, I don't know, hold them hostage. I don't know. But no, it was Stingray and then that whole deal. Um, You know, I was cool because they're like, oh, Cobra Kai is pulling up at our house and Danny's stranded over and granted he didn't know where he was but they show up like out of the blue Danny's about to fight people I'm like oh we're about to get the hockey scene again where he takes out five guys and then out of nowhere Stingray because I'm like weren't you just at their house how'd you get here how'd you even know where he is oh wait no he gave him his ping to his wife but you know I hit a Stingray they try to read Dane Stingray oh also where what was it penis breast portrays corp um Eagle Fang, he's like, oh, I've been Cobra Kai this whole time because they don't call me penis breath. And Fair reasoning. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, they just kind of, like, they treat him bad and they're like, it's like the shocked Pikachu meme. Yeah. Like, whoa, he turned on us? How? That's crazy. But, but, like, his reasoning was they have smoothies, girls, and yeah. just don't call me penis breath. It's mm-hmm. like, Fair. If I mean, I would too. Honestly, must be a really good smoothie. Yeah, must really. Yeah, but um, also talk about how chosen actually, like you know, they gave him this fun character now because we were always known as him as a serious tough guy, but now he's treating these kids like they're his own and having fun with it, and you know, not being such a dick trainer because we've been oh majority of the. Trainers like Johnny, Johnny Lawrence, John Kreese, Terry, open asshole to these kids. Training for most parts, so of doing tough love with Johnny, um, for example. But he was having fun while being tough with these kids, which I love. Yeah, it, it was very much a nice bit of um, a bit of training because, like, it, it's always been in Cobra Kai, like unorthodox training. Like, there's the cement mixer deal. They were jumping off roofs and stuff. So. I guess chosen is that blend between traditional and unconventional that they needed that bridge between Daniel and Johnny. So it's nice to see. And then just seeing where all these characters started, like not even chosen, but like Daniel and Johnny, like do we haven't even talked about how Johnny's having a kid with oh, Miguel's yeah. mother. And you almost, and you thought he almost died too near the end of the episode. Yeah, like he was getting beaten up, and I'm like, are they really good? Like, if if they killed Chosen, are they just doing like a mass murder? Like, yeah, bring, pretty bring much. Jen, we need room. We can't pay for all these actors. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm like it in the grand scheme of things, it would make sense for Johnny to die, only for the fact like his whole story is this the whole reason for the Cobra Kai series is Johnny Lawrence's redemption arc. Yeah. Becoming like the bitter, like enemy of Daniel LaRusso to like who he wants to be. He wants to love karate and be a nice sensei and right all of his wrongs. And Mm -hmm. this would have made the whole thing like come full circle. Oh, hundred percent. And 
we're also getting once again you see the um to, uh, what's her face to, uh, tori and sam kind of we, we've seen robbie and miguel kind of oh, make you know, up fam, in fam, a while because johnny was like beat the crap out of each other go it worked because danny even said it. he's like if me and you went at it with no points i feel like we would have became friends and johnny was like maybe i should do that with uh, miguel and um and Robbie, but when Tori and Sam are talking, you see the mom once again hinted in the room. We have no idea who her mom is. People were thinking prior to season five that her mom might be the girl from the next Karate Kid movie. Because apparently, if they're, if they're hiding it, they ha- it has to be a big shock reveal of who her mom is. Because we still don't know who it is. Also, we also got the girl from Karate Kid 3. Uh, being related to Daniel's wife. Yep. Which I'm like, okay, like you couldn't just uh, you have to tie his wife into Karate Kid Three. You couldn't. She couldn't be her own thing. But it was cool. I had to double check because the open they the way they revealed it to her. It was like every Disney character when there was a guest cameo, you bump it to somebody, and it's somebody from a different show. Do you remember that back in the day where yep. somebody with any you bump in and they're like, oh my God, it's you. They kind of did that. They opened the door. They're like, oh, and I'm like, who is this person? And then they said the name. I'm like, oh, she's Flashbacks. that bitch. Yeah. Flashbacks are yeah. key in this show. That's what I've learned. Ah. But um, I guess to move on to like wild speculation now. My my thing is Jaden Smith next season. I don't think so. Jackie Chan, no, Jaden no, Smith. No, stay the get them out of my perfect show. But my thing is with this show, and I've said this every time we do a review of a season here, they scrape the bottom of the barrel in a good way of cameos, people they can bring back. And it you said Will Smith is a producer. It it would just like. Talk about a cameo. Like, that's one to make. It, it just seems like you they're setting it up perfectly with this whole we're going global thing. Like, why else would you go global? Oh, wait. So, wait. I, I just looked at the cast of The Karate Kid from 2010. Um, Jaden Spinks was not... Um, it was, so, technically, it wasn't a reboot because Jaden Spinks played Dre Parker and Jackie Chan played Mr. Han. You didn't play uh, Miguel. Miyagi. Miyagi. Well, mm. it's coming. I'm telling no, you. It's kung fu. You can't. Hey, hey. If they can do Eagle Fang, whatever, doodad, they can do. Like, come on. You even said it yourself. This season, they said, you know what? Whatever. We're not just doing karate, we're doing weapons. So <laughs> the next step from. Karate weapons is kung fu. Let's just be honest. I know. Also, you talk about kung fu and karate. We also had um, MMA fighters in the two episodes fighting Johnny Lawrence, and everyone was like, "Oh, who's gonna win?" And the announcers like, "Oh shit, the kick man, the karate man is getting his ass kicked by MMA fighter," which I loved when they oh, made that. It was perfect. Now, I guess to wrap things up, karate is a very big part of the show. It's very much the the crux and. Okay, that's Cobra Kai for you. But going global, they're going to be expanding. It's it's a nice thing to see a YouTube Red show go from what it was to now a heavy hitter on Netflix. And that's what it is. And that's what it always will be. But that about does it here for the Get Comfy podcast. We hope you guys uh, wait, enjoy. Wait, 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 wait. You asked me 
where the show's going. Where do you okay. think it's where where do you think it's going? And also granted, like you say, props to the show who's been on YouTube red that no one gave two shits about going on season six now. So um, Yeah. I again going global is uh, you think, the you obvious think, do you step. Think it, do you think it ends there? Do you think that should be... Because I feel like this would have been the perfect ending. Oh, yeah. Where, where you know, Cobra Kai's defeated. It's done. John, everyone threw the jerseys off and threw it on Terry. Terry gets arrested. Granted, we also now have the, the head of the Cobra still there, uh, John Kreese. You have that um, Asian chick. Yeah. Who, her name's there. And then, yeah. So what do you do besides... That you think the whole, it's going to be a tournament and this is going to be the end of the season? You think season six should be it? Dunzo? I think it should end if you're going to, like, it's like, what? How how much higher can you go? Like You go, you go to, you, you do the animated Karate Kid show from the cartoon and bring that into realization. I'm, I'm kidding. You should leave that there. But, no, I feel like a, a show that's been going on six seasons, and, you know, we talk about, Arrow, who was there for, I think, seventh season, and it kind of fell off and picked up and fell off again. This show only had one bad season, if you think about it, and it's still going strong. It's still going hype. I'm excited, and I hope that they do justice with season six, if it is going to be the last season. I would be open to a season six. Obviously, that's what we're getting. Yeah. And then... A movie, a Netflix movie, a, a Netflix movie. Because let's be honest, you gotta not only tie up the Crease storyline, you gotta tie up this tournament storyline, you gotta tie up Daniel Larusso and Johnny Lawrence storyline. I mean, they tied. I feel like Johnny and Lawrence are Johnny and um, Daniel's storyline got wrapped up already with Ooh. defeating Terry. I get, I, I yeah. But they can always like dive, and if you're gonna do Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan, that's a whole other storyline. But I feel like they're gonna do season six, and then potentially a movie, or season six will be the last of Cobra Kai. You want you don't want to overstay your welcome with the show because there's like only so much you can do with it. Jackie Chan's sixty eight, by the way. God damn, bro! Perfect time to bring him in. I'm telling you, and he's still he's still kicking, literally and metaphorically. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. That's where I think the show's going. But you can catch more episodes of the Get Comfy Podcast, Get Comfy Game Break, and Get Comfy Lowdown every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only. And on the mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.